Miguel, Miguel. René Moreno is standing on a Kushnet Ave outside a Latin American grocery store called America's Market. He runs into someone who comes from the same village where he grew up in Guatemala. They chat for a couple of minutes, and that language they are speaking isn't Spanish. It's Quiche, one of 22 indigenous languages of Guatemala. Moreno works as a Quiche interpreter in New Bedford. Say good morning. My name is René Moreno. I'm the Quiche interpreter, and I work for the courts. It is hard to know exactly how many Quiche speakers live in New Bedford, but people who work within this community estimate anywhere from six to 10,000. Moreno has lived here for more than 20 years. He fled Guatemala during a civil war. At the time, the military was persecuting indigenous communities believed to be allies of the guerrilla movement. They killed my father, and that's how we have to, to run. He first fled to a larger city in southern Guatemala, but, he says, several attempts were made on his life, and at 17, he decided to leave the country. His final destination was supposed to be Canada, but he ran out of money along the way and ended up in Providence. That's where Moreno met a Dominican man working at a gas station who told him where to find work. And he gave me a cup of coffee, and that was all what I had during the day and the night. Three o'clock in the morning, the guy showed up, and, and he said, that's the guy. And I asked him, I need work. And he said, get in. I just get into the van, not knowing where, where I was going. And he brought me to the fish houses. Moreno found himself in New Bedford, where he quickly began working his way up the ranks at a fish processing plant. He started out making just $1.50 an hour. He decided to stay since there was work and a sizable Quiche community. But Moreno began to worry about his legal status. With his limited English and Spanish, he wasn't sure what he needed to apply for residency. He, along with a couple of colleagues, thought about getting the paperwork. We went to Boston a couple of times to go to the immigration office, and we're just standing there looking at the, the building, and then I said, no, let's go back. <laughs> After he was picked up by immigration authorities, Moreno found out that he could apply for political asylum because of the threat to his life back in Guatemala. In October of 1999, in a New Bedford immigration courtroom, the judge told him he was approved. And I didn't know how to react that that moment. That was... We said, I'm safe. Because they, in the beginning, they said, we're going to send you back. And I said, wow, I don't want to go back. After four years of living in the U.S., Moreno had learned to speak Spanish and some English. He had also picked up several other Quiche dialects while working in the fish processing plant. And then the judge said, I see you as a, a smart boy. That's how he called me. And I said, in the future, I want to see you translating in my court. And he took the judge's advice. Moreno completed an interpreting program in Boston. His skills as a Quiche interpreter were in high demand. He began working on immigration cases in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. And then I started going to Florida, Kansas, and I went to North Dakota. I've uh, been in Iowa, New Jersey, and they start calling me everywhere. Lisa Mayanauer chairs the Department of Sociology and Anthropology at UMass Dartmouth. She began studying the Guatemalan community in New Bedford in 2007 after an immigration and customs enforcement raid on a New Bedford factory. 
more than 300 undocumented workers were taken into custody. And it was a traumatic event for many people in the community, but it also in, in some ways kind of opened the fact, or it, it opened people's eyes to the fact that there was this community that was pretty sizable and that they were part of what was making the local economy tick. Naur says that since the raid, the Kiche community has continued to grow in size. So the immigration hasn't stopped. It's, it's been a community that is, you know, kind of still in flux and still in formation. There are people who've been here for 20 years. There are people who have children in school here. This was what, what we used for Pepiang. It's a mix. At a grocery store in New Bedford, the interpreter, Rene Moreno, points out Guatemalan products on the shelves. Pepian is a mixture of herbs, dried chilies, sesame, and pumpkin seeds used to make a typical Guatemalan chicken dish. 95, 98, until 2005, we couldn't find a store like this in the Bedford. Moreno was recently offered a full-time interpreting job in Texas, but he's not sure if he'll take it. He feels like his skills are needed here in New Bedford. If they see my car, they start calling me and say, do you have time? We need help. I say, okay, come in. Yesterday was like 15 people after work. For Moreno, the job of an interpreter is more than just translating words. It's helping people navigate a confusing and frightening experience, one that he went through himself. And for now, New Bedford is still home. For Rhode Island Public Radio, I'm Pearl Masek.